Hello. Okay. I was waiting on the intro, but I can't even hear the intro now. Y'all yeah, know who it is. I don't know. It's I, don't, I, don't, I don't know why the intros are not playing. But let's try it one more time. One more again. Let's see. Powered by Riverside. What's up, twin? What's, What's up? up? We in this thing. So we on episode eight, and we've we've we finally made it to episode eight. Um, we've covered some great massive topics, topics man. Great. I mean, I feel as though the thing about this this podcast that separates us from the rest is, of course, not only the the intelligence of the conversation the originality the originality you see a lot of times that people are doing podcasts but when they do a podcast they're covering the same topics that everybody else's topic is covering uh hip hop shit um what fucking um social media was social media you know uh, like people getting other people pregnant uh -huh. um, rappers fucking this baby mama all kind of just Gossip stuff. <laughs> Basically, yeah, like high school gossip shit. And I, listen, this this there's no shot at anybody who's doing it. We appreciate it. We like it. We listen to the shit. But I think that what separates us is that we're actually able to provide, you know, something that gives us substance, something that gives you uh, something that you can take away. And and we get so much of feedback back from people saying, "Hey, look." I, I learned a lot about that topic. I didn't know that that was something that was going on. I didn't recognize that. I didn't know this was something that was out there going on. You know, stuff that has affected people's lives where they feel like, you know, they learned something from listening and watching us do this podcast. So I just want to say to everybody who does listen, who does watch, I mean, I shout out to the IG. I see y'all on this Thank motherfucker you. popping. Thank you. We appreciate you know, it. We, we really appreciate y'all. We really appreciate y'all. We want to give y'all a clap. We want to give yes. y'all something. You know what I'm saying? And also check out our YouTube. Check out the YouTube. I seen, I've been seeing y'all showing us great love. So check out our YouTube. It is Hookah and Hookah Vape Talks with the Twins 23. 23. Go blow up them. Share, likes, follows, comments. We open to suggestions. So Most definitely. And listen, people, share, repost, share, repost, comment, man. We can't stress enough. That that's how you show the support. I, I do love the fact that you get on and watch. I do love the fact that you get on and 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 shoot me these DMs and and tell me about different things that 
that we could add or different things that you Thank took you. away from it and et cetera, et cetera. But the way to get this to touch everybody, which is what we want to do, is to like, comment, share, and repost. You know, um, go on to YouTube and just subscribe, man. You know, shoot it to your page every once in that once in a while. And with that, I think that'll be a great fucking way to go into the topic. Yes. I think that'll be a great way. I was way. ready for this topic. <laughs> so, Twin, tell them what the topic is today. What is the topic that we're discussing today? Our big topic and hot dis discussion that's been going on since I've been overseas going on six years now. Mm -hmm. So, the hot topic is, is there a secret competition going on between black Americans in the Middle East? Mm. Is there? Mm. I wore this today. <laughs> if a lot of y'all that do watch the show always compliment me on the shirts that I rock and shit because every time we do something or when we do a show I always wear some shit that's like basically referencing what we're talking about if you're really paying attention you're gonna see like the shit I got on is some type of subliminal message you know um so today I put on the Black Panther I put on one of the Black Panthers that's out in Seattle that worked that was that was out in Seattle and I wore that because the topic that we're talking about is about black Americans showing support. And if there is a secret type of um, competition going on between them and we're dealing with the Middle East. Yes. And before you go, oh, man, that shit happened all over the motherfucking place. That shit happened in the States, too. We know, but we live in the Middle East. And there's a small <laughs> percentage of us black Americans and just Americans yes. in general that are li that are living over here in these other countries where, yes. you know, me personally, I feel like it's such a small percentage of us. Why we can't come together and support? Why we can't unite yes. with each other? Yes. And, you know, twin, this, the thing about it is even this. The thing about it is not only is it a thing of not only is it a thing of um, of why it's in the Middle East, not in the States. It is in the States. We get that. We know that. But like you said and like you alluded to being in the Middle East, let's for the people out there that are on IG, that are on Facebook, that's watching and don't really know about what we're talking about as far as how the structure is in the Middle East. I'm going to give you a quick breakdown. In the Middle East, you have mostly everybody's coming from these different origins to support a cause in the Middle East to be able to then support their family, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever the case, make more money, uh, tax-free money, lifestyle. lifestyle, whatever the case may be, they're normally coming to the Middle East to support some type of mission. And there's different categories, different nationalities that make up the, the basic general population of the Middle East other than the locals. So we're not talking about the locals at all in this. Never, never do, never will, because this is their country and this is, they have the right to do whatever they want to do. This is their country. We just live here. We're talking about the nationalities that surround them. So in that, in that case, that's, we're talking about your African um, population that's here. And I'm not going to go into the different groups of the Africans because I'm just putting everybody in one big category. Africans, Filipinos, Egyptians, um, Lebanon, Moroccan, um, everyone, <laughs> who else am I missing? Everyone that's um, not from the Middle East. Asian, your Asian population. Um, and I'm giving y'all direct ones because the reason why I'm saying these things direct is because I'm a go, I'm a factual type of guy. I like to go back and hit it. I don't talk off the emotions all the time. I like to kind of go back and reference what really is happening by the numbers. 
So you got your blacks, black Americans that are usually here supporting a mission via contracting or via military, right? So the base that you have that's supporting here is not in the city. So that gives you a picture that of what's going on. Big picture, everybody's out, but there's one big parking lot. In this parking lot, you have all these different nationalities that's in the same circle, okay? Africans, Filipinos, uh, other Asians, other uh, other um, Arabic, um, such as Moroccan, if they want to identify by that, even though they're Jeffrey. African too. Tunisians. Tunisian, if they want to identify as Arabic or if they want to identify as African, either or. That pot is out there. The black Americans are either in the military or either contractors, Contract. and they're way out of the parking lot. So here's the parking lot, then they have to come to the parking lot. So that's to give you a kind of a, a picture on why we're saying that we're focusing on the black Americans in the Middle East, because there's no way, if you're outside the parking lot, that means you're right there together. That means there's no way that you shouldn't be able to support each other when you're right there with each other, opposed to in the States, everybody's on another time of music. Everybody's all over Everywhere. the damn place. So you can't expect somebody in California to support somebody in Chicago. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's not like here. We're have their right own here. Support there, so. You know, get their own support from their own their own community or where they live in at. So what's the what's the one you wanna you wanna hop into? What's the how do you wanna start it? What do you wanna start on? Um, I mean, I'm gonna let you start with your facts, you okay. know, let you finish okay. it up with your facts and then I'm gonna start, you know, with my opinion and what I've witness and experience being in the Middle East. Okay. That sounds good. Well, in that case, I want to start with why this is an important thing. Now, with us having black Americans, a lot of black Americans in... I, okay, well, first let me answer the question. Yes, there's competition going on between black Americans and the Middle East. And you would ask, a lot of people are very oblivious to what's going on in, in around them in general, unless it is something that has to do with them per se. Black person gets killed by the police, right? Nobody really gives a shit too much unless, unless it is their kid to get killed. Now they up and they on the news, now they up all around. Malcolm X said it a long time ago, when black people start to think as each other as one, I'll put up two fingers. <laughs> Blame it on a hand. Blame it on a hand. Blame it on a hand. Yes, when black Americans, when black people in general, but I'm dealing with black Americans. I'm not dealing with the other, uh, with Africans or with anybody Any else that, uh, that are other nationalities. Black Americans coming from the States. Okay. This is directed at you. When black Americans start to think as one, that is when they will be consolidated. That is when they're going to be at their full strength. Because what happens is we as black people, we tend to something happen to him, we'll give a fuck. It happened to him. But that's not how other nationalities work. Most they of the time, all nationalities, they're all for one. If you fuck over one person, guess what? They all on your ass. If you mess around and support, if you're supporting one, if one of theirs make it, everybody supported that one. We saw that shit uh, when we went to Thailand. Oh, yeah. When we went to Thailand, we went to Rolling Loud. In Rolling Loud, there was a lot of Thai artists, and they were fucking good, by the way. And shout out to Rolling yes. Loud in Thailand. Had a blast. Thank you for the, the hospitality. I felt welcomed. I felt embraced. And uh, I just felt good as far as the way they had that whole thing orchestrated. But when you went out there, you saw all of the people that were Thai 
group. It didn't matter who this damn artist was. It didn't matter if he was a bum. It didn't matter if his shit was trash. It didn't matter if it was early in the day, meaning it was super hot, which all of them were mostly in the daytime, where it was super fucking hot. And y'all all know everybody don't like the heat, standing in the heat, drinking and all that, smoking, all of that shit. So the fact, I was just, how do you want to say it? I, I was just... I was amazed. I was jelly. I was a little jelly. Jelly, but amazed. But amazed. They man. all came together to support. Yeah. Like, it was literally maybe between 10 and 15% Americans. That's including white, black, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it, that's outside of the Thai, the Asian, that nationality. They all were there rooting on their artists. Like, and, and I'm talking about rooting. Deep. Rooting. Like, yo, they were up there not standing. Looking. They were dancing. They was dancing. They was rooting. All that support. They, they supported their people, man. Um, was was there any other nationalities that performed? I know. Um, it was people from Japan. Yeah, um, I think it was just mostly was Asians, Asians, and then the American. We artists. had our own little few here and there. So you even had, and they were supporting the American artists, going support, hard. Support going American artists. Hard. I'll even drop a jewel on you. Some American artists that performed. The, um, the Americans that came down there to see the show, they didn't even support them. They didn't even come out to see them. And they paid for the damn ticket. But these guys was there rooting they people on. I'm talking about rooting them on. So not to get too much in there, but just to paint the picture so y'all can see what we're talking about. You know, the support factor. Um, so when I saw that in Thailand, it kind of really made me think like, damn, man, look how far back we are as a people. And especially over here in the Middle East, where we are the minority, we're definitely the minority in the Middle East due to the fact that there, like I just told you, there's only contractors and military personnel. The military personnel rotates out. So you're not going to ever have the same military personnel all the time anyway. You might have a, a, a block of, of military personnel that's not even black American. They might be some other nationalities as well. Hawaiian. It can be, can be from anywhere. Uh, wherever. Contractors, you got, uh, you know, you got your, your selective few of your contractors, and a lot of them don't even come out. But um, to, to caveat back on that, the issue that I saw and the issue that I have and why I say there's a competition is because if you noticed, those people didn't care about who had the spotlight. They thought as one. This person up there on the stage has made it to Rolling Loud. That means Thai people are on the map. They got a Thai artist up there doing their thing, and they gonna support that Thai artist because he is rep- he or she is representing them as a people. As their nationality. That's where they came from. Yes. Whereas the problem with us. With us good old black folks is we we have to compete with each other because we want to be that person that is the trendsetter. We want to be that person that is the um, spotlight. Okay, so for instance, DJ. I only talk about DJ in a lot of these episodes because hello, I'm a DJ. So I've I've had firsthand experience on that, and I feel as though. A lot of black Americans don't even think about these type of things because they're not a need for anything. So your average black American that's over in the Middle East is going to work and going about their business. They don't need support from a black person. For what? What do they need support for? They go into work and then they go home. So they don't need the support. So a lot of times they don't even know how deep this is. And the reason why I know is because 
as long as I can remember, I've always been involved in doing something. So therefore, it's been a harsh reality to me more than it has been to most people because I'm always into, I'm, I got a business that I'm promoting. I got DJing that I'm promoting. I was a rap artist at one point. I was promoting that. I'm always doing something where I was promoting something. So it let me, it opened my eyes to see, oh damn, I got fans that's from fucking Thailand. I went viral in Thailand. I went viral. <laughs> let's get a clap. I, I, yeah, let's, let's go ahead, Brina. I, 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 need a, I need a damn clap in there. I need a clap in there. Just the, the swag that he brought with the red boots. So I went viral. I give it to him. But but here's the thing. Here's and wait the, wait wait. Mm-hmm. Where, who did you go viral on? It wasn't a black American wasn't person. Even it a, wasn't even an American person. All these Americans that was out there and saw the boots. You know they saw the boots and they didn't repost it. They didn't. They didn't like, look at this motherfucker. He got on red, but that shit look ugly. They probably was hating. <laughs> Whereas the Thai artist, he went ahead and reposted my shit on his page, shouting me out, and it went viral. A lot of times I post a lot of shit on my Instagram and everybody look at it and won't even like it. They just look at the shit and don't even like it. How do you watch somebody's shit and don't like it? That's a whole you nother watch hate. It throughout the whole video or whatever. That's a whole nother version of hate. Like I can't if I'll take the time to watch your shit, I'ma click it and like it. <laughs> I'm watching it. You're interesting to me for whatever point. So of course I'ma like it. But motherfuckers is gonna watch your shit <laughs> from front rolling. to back. Every single day, but not put one single like. And guys, following you. Guys, this is a this is support, man. Liking somebody's picture is supporting them. It's saying, hey, look, hey, boom, I saw that shit. I like it. Keep going, keep doing your thing. To to deliberately not like somebody's shit means you just hate into the ultimate degree. You saw it and you ain't even want to have you ain't even want to like the shit. You mad? And before we even continue, no, we are not taking this social media or whatever to the head, our head or anything like that. My thing is what what my twin is saying. If you're following me, what are you following me for? If you're not liking or commenting or showing any type of support, what are you following me for? Right. What are you viewing my stuff for? If you don't like it, unfollow me. Unfollow. Don't watch my stuff. Don't be one of them a hundred some views. Mm-hmm. Don't be one of them people in them views and you don't like it. Yeah, like, or you don't like me. So. Exactly. Exactly. So back to the supporting issue. So. I feel like here in the Middle East, the contractors are jelly, number one, because, okay, well, let's first go back in a little bit into history. Okay. Black people as a general, in general, black Americans have always had, what, one leader to go to. They've never been, like, able to, like, start movements all around, multiple movements. It's been, like, and that's why we've been targeted and killed, because... There's one person. So it's easy for the FBI. It's easy for the CIA. It's easy for whoever at that time is targeting the person to take them out. Because, hello, it's one guy. Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, uh, Let's Go Slave Days, Harriet Tubman. <laughs> you know, you, you could go any any bracket of the of the heirs. Black Panthers. Who, who's the Black Panther? Huey P. Newton, Bobby Seale. So you had these names. Who did they target in Chicago? Uh, my man that got killed, uh, Fred Hampton. You know, th- these are names. So there's always in the black community, we are like sheep. You know, we are like, we're going after whoever is the, the leader. And then once that leader gets executed, we like, God damn, what do we do now? You know, we're lost. What do we do now? 
Well, what happened was that's how it used to be. Now, fast forward. Now you ain't got nobody really starting no real type of movements other than gang members and uh, celebrities. celebrities and <laughs> rappers and shit like that. You, you don't have, and those, those are not movements, by the way. The, I, I would say the only movement that's really substantial now is gangs. Gangs are movements because why? They're all following one cause and whatever their purpose is for that organization. Okay, so that would be the only thing that I would say happened after the Panthers and all of that shit would be gangs, right? So other than that, there, and even in gangs, there are leaders for every single gang. So those gangs were targeted for the leaders, you know, uh, free Jeff Ford, maybe all well, you know, but anyways, you know, that's the, that's the, that's the, the issue that I saw from that. So now you fast forward up to now, that's your history portion of it. Now, black people want to be the one, everybody want to be the one. They want to be the Malcolm X. They want to be the Martin Luther King. So if they're not, and another person is the Martin Luther King, the Malcolm X. Now they like, why is it him? Why him? <laughs> why not me? Why is it him? Even if they ain't even, even if they're not even in the same bracket. Let's say we're talking DJing. Even if they're not even DJing, they still like, why him? Why he get to be up there DJing and not me? Even though they're not even damn DJing. It's just that that thought pattern in the head is that they want to be the front face. Is what I feel. What do you feel is the reason why they why they want to be the front face? Um, because I feel like the attention that comes with being the front face, mm. the publicity, um, mm. the clout, the clout, basically the clout, like all mm. the attention that drags to that person that's in the spotlight, and mm -hmm. you're just looking like, damn, I wish that was me. Like, why it couldn't be me? Instead mm -hmm. of just thinking, like, well, how can I get there? Yeah. How can, what can I learn from this person so I could be in their shoes one day? No, mm. it's, it's none of that. It's Damn, I ain't gonna support them because they doing something that I'm doing. Like, what is the issue with just mm -hmm. appreciating someone that's from your same, maybe have the same background as you, from mm -hmm. the same nationality as you, that's actually making it and doing something good with themselves? What is the, like, what is so bad about supporting them? Mm. Like, you hit it, yo. You hit it on the nail with what, the. What is with so the, bad? <laughs> you you hit it on the nail with the with the the the. Well, how do I want to phrase this? The accolades, the rewards you get as being the one, even though you get some things that are bad with it as 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 as, as, as all leaders have. All leaders have had good flag and have bad flag. But like you said, these days it's all about clout, clout chasing. So if this person is up in the front, now I'm gonna take it even deeper than that. On the men's side, I think with black American men, <laughs> we have gotten to the fact where we have become so obsessed with getting pussy. We have, we, have, we have lost the whole thought of leadership and we have became followers just struck on getting pussy. And, and, and the reason I'm saying that, and I, I'm saying that because y'all know what I mean. Okay, but now I'm going to go with, with a more intelligent term. We're, we're so focused on following and chasing women that now it becomes a territorial thing. So you think about here in the Middle East. Here's what I think. Let's take, for example, I'm a DJ here, which is true. I'm a DJ here in the Middle East. Let's state facts. Let's state facts. I am the most booked American black DJ in Doha, Qatar. 
And if I was anywhere else, I'd be DJing there too, and it would be a lot more easier. Obviously, if I was in Dubai or Bahrain, hello, it'd be a it'd be a walk in the park. But I got here when I first got here, and everybody on live, everybody on Facebook, go do your homework. Go on IG right now and go to any club that's popping out here, any bar that's popping, because I've done mostly all of them. Minus three or four of them that won't let me because they don't want me to come steal that shine over there. Skin color. Kyra. <laughs> let me let me let me drop some names for you. Kyra, Kabali. They won't let me in there because if I get over there, you know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna steal all that shit. All I need is the platform. Vertigo, society, monkey tails. If I get in those places, it's donezo. You know that already. And it has nothing to do with hip-hop music. So don't make it seem like I um, do everything. people don't want to listen to hip-hop music. I do everything. It's deeper than that. I'm one of the most international DJs at that as well. Because I don't just play hip-hop and trap. Let's get that out there. I am an ambassador of hip-hop and trap. Just like every other nationality out there, they want to play their music. I'm bringing that trap. I'm bringing Drizzy. I'm bringing Trav. I'm bringing Kendrick. I'm bringing, I'm bringing them all out there. Playboy Cardi. I'm bringing them here. They coming. So I'm going to play them because that's my heritage. That's my culture. You know what I mean? But not to get back on to my own horn too much, but let's go back to the facts. If you go look at these flyers, there is no other black American DJ that has headlined. Hear me out. Not just house parties, not just oh, boat parties, <laughs> not private parties. Not appearances here and there where somebody else was the, the headliner and you were kind of like just the guy coming in to do the middle set or the opener. I headlined. And for y'all out there that don't know your homework, I have done five stars. I have done the four stars and I've done the, 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 the belows. <laughs> the, 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 you know, the, the two and a half joints. We've I've done them all. So you can't sit, here, can't sit here and be like, hey, he only did the low. No, I done done them all. I've been in your, in, in your favorite spot, except those names are the ones that I mentioned to you because they just won't let me in. All right. But here's the thing. That, the reason why I'm saying that is to paint the picture. I am the only guy. Go look on these flyers. I am the only black American. Why the hell is it every single black American in Doha, Qatar, liking those photos, liking that those those gigs, going to those gigs at least once, at least pre-gaming in those? Why? What would be what could possibly be the answer other than the answer I'm gonna give you? But but what what do you think? What is the answer on why out of all the DJs here in Doha? There is only one black American guy who has repeatedly seasoned after. I feel like the Drake of this shit, for real, for real. <laughs> I feel like the Drake of this shit, real talk. I got a show tonight. I'm opening the first bar tonight. This bar literally just opened. And guess who's the first flyer on the page? Yeah, boy. Who is, who is this B? <laughs> yeah, boy. Big ghost dog. I feel like Soldier Boy. I'm gonna start talking like Draco in this motherfucker. The first, I feel disrespected. <laughs> the first to do it to do this. First DJ to do it. First motherfucker to open up and see y'all tonight. If y'all know a lot of y'all on here ain't gonna come, then that's okay. But I'ma still put out the info because I know the group that will come. They, the, my supporters. I know y'all gonna come through. You know my twin, twin. All my supporters. My boo. If she was here, but she ain't here. You know I know all of the people that's gonna come support. Okay. 
So, but Cheers, we are, we are at Cheers Resto Bar tonight. Just plugging that in. Cheers Resto Bar is at the Grand Regal Hotel. Grand Regal Hotel. I'm the first to open. I know I won't see no other black Americans in there other than shout out to my boy Chris, my boy Lloyd, all of my boys that, 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 that have supported and have came out and that are still here. They'll be there, I'm sure, or they'll pull up. And I appreciate that. And, and those are people, keep in mind, these people that he are calling out, those are people that are temporarily here. Temporarily. They're going to be gone. And when they're gone, the rest of you black Americans that's here ain't going to show. But when Legacy do something, you're going to show. When, when any other... When Kyra pop out, you're going to show. You're going to show to Kyra. Kyra is the same every weekend. It does not hurt to support a black American your DJ that you have, your own people, show up one time, show up an hour or two, and go to your to your place that you so in love with. Our That's okay. Like what happened to like? Let's not forget who don't pregame before they go to the main spot. event. Like who don't? So my thing as far as touching back on you saying how come I think they don't go to me. If you guys put out saying, oh, I want a place to go where there's hip hop music, there's American vibe, whatever, mm. just mainly the music that y'all want to hear. Mm. And my boy right here, even though this is going to be a different segment on another episode, mm -hmm. but my boy right here is playing it. It don't matter who he is, what he look like. He's playing the type of music that you want to hear. Mm -hmm. But yet... You don't want to come out and support. You don't want to come pregame. You don't want to have no association with it. And I'm just like, I'm confused as to, I hear all these complaints here and there, but when my boy is putting out a flyer or something, there's no repost, there's no share, no like, anything like that saying that you're coming, but yet you're at these other places, these other establishments, and you go out. Let's, we're talking about the people that go out, not the black Americans that's here just doing a regular life, no party and no social life. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the ones that actually go out, you know, Friday, Saturday nights, Thursday nights, because the weekends start Thursday, Friday here. So you guys go out to these places that don't really play at all the music that you want to hear. And if they do, it's not up to date. So why go to these places here and it's not playing what you want to listen to? Mm -hmm. where so you say yeah, here's a person that is playing what you want to hear, but because of whatever personal issue, because mm -hmm. I think that's really what it is. Whatever personal issue you oh, have with definitely. this person, you you rather not go there and rather go listen to some shit to get drunk and have to turn up to potentially turn up to, you mm -hmm. know, like to me, that makes no sense. I have not stepped foot in Cairo. Mm -hmm. um, I have been to Cavalli's a few times, but it took me a minute to realize, like, Chelsea, like, they not really playing the music that you really want to hear. Like, I don't mind listening to all types of music, but my thing is at these spots, it's the same music, the same playlist. It's the same mm -hmm. uh, YouTube playlist. And if it yeah. is some hip hop, it's some old ass hip hop. Like if you're going to play old, like in the States, if they're going to play old hip hop, it's going to say old school night. If they're going to play R&B, R&B night, not hip hop, R&B, Afro beats and all the other stuff. When you go to these places that do have that on the flyer, it's not really hip hop. It's, I mean, it's hip hop, but it's nothing up to date. Yeah. And to me, it's a slap in the face. Like we're in 2023. Yeah. 2023. But yeah, but say, <laughs> but look, look, save that one for when we talk about the false <laughs> advertisement. We don't listen. Let's be, let's be clear. And we don't, my my argument is not about what music is being played it's a and how it's being played. Supporting. We just care about the support. Uh, I mean, I don't care if they're playing out of date hip hop or good hip hop. They can be playing the best music right. ever because they have the places packed. 
So you got to give credit where credit yeah, is it's, due. It's definitely they're doing out. they're doing something right because they're playing what people want to hear because you guys are there. We don't care about that. That's and I'm not knocking any DJ. Let, let, listen, let me be clear about this because sometimes the words can be said a, a way that's and mistakenly taken. I don't have any issue with any DJs here and how they DJ. I don't have any issue with Kyra Cavalli or anything other than, you know, you're not letting me get in none of those seats over there due to the fact that, you know, I'm going to steal some spotlight and I'm looking you in your eyes. You know, that's why, because I presented to a few people that managed with Kyra and Cavalli a while ago, a year ago, I told them, let's combine forces. Let's put a black American DJ myself in there to give black Americans that's the, in the military contractors who are not your group of friends, because let's be honest, the people that are packing out are your friends and their entourage. That's who they are. It's not Doha's not huge. So it's not like you're getting tourists. You're all. not getting new people. You got the same repetitive people, which are your entourage. And that's how it's supposed to be. That's why we're upset that the black Americans are not combining forces and at least at least supporting somebody that's out there. I can't tell you how many posts I see of black Americans reposting and <coughs> shouting out other nationality DJs. That's all great. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm saying that what's stopping you from doing it for your own. Now, let's take it out of me. I'm not the only DJ here that's black American. I'm the only DJ getting booked repetitively and, and is in the, the main spotlight. But there are other DJs that are out here that are black American that DJ too, and they receive the same no support. So let's say y'all say, oh, go suck. This nigga can't play this nigga DJ, this nigga, whatever your gripe is, let's say your gripe, which, listen, <laughs> me as a music head, I've been all around. Nobody's killing the game like that. So it can't get lower than that, is what I'm saying. You can't be like, oh, this guy's just horrible, because I've seen the horriblest of the horrible, okay? I've seen a transition from hip-hop to Latino music right in the middle of the fucking session. Like, are you kidding me? No, no, in the window move, just straight, trap, boom, all the way to the island. <laughs> To Sausan. Like, so I've seen the worst of the worst. So you cannot, it, it, it's not like you're saying, you can say that it can get worse. It's, it's, it's some really bad music transitions. And listen, I know you guys are from different cultures and different, so y'all's music standard is not the same as what ours is. So we're not comparing what you like and saying that you shouldn't like what you like. But what we're saying is, you got a black American DJ. And now I'm going to go into the reason after you tell me, I'm going to ask another question. And then I'm going to go into the reason why black Americans don't support other black Americans with in anything, the Middle East. With anything. In not anything. only DJing, just with anything. In regular businesses, anything. whatever. In anything. I'm only referencing the DJ stuff so much due to the fact that. You're a DJ. I'm a DJ and I see this shit every day, man, because I'm paying attention to the DJ field. I'm paying attention to the entertainment. So let's let's take this back. I'm an entertainer. I'm paying attention to all the entertainment. So everything that happens entertainment wise, I'm watching and I'm comparing notes because I don't like to talk, you know, when I'm not doing my homework. 
So I look to see the demographics, who's going here, who's going there. I know what crowd is going. And hello, I know the DJs. For one year straight, I was going to party and that's it. I didn't come to Doha DJing. So that means y'all niggas had a head start. <laughs> y'all niggas had a head start. Y'all was already doing y'all thing. I showed up and I was supporting everybody. I was supporting all nationalities. But listen, any black American DJ that's on my feed, any black American DJ that's on my, that I know of, that shot out a, a, a flyer or did something, I supported it. I showed up to your show. I showed up. And I and I was, hey, if I couldn't show up, I even said, hey, look, I'll catch you on the next one because I'm DJing. So on the next the next rip, I got you. That's because there's no malice in my heart. There's no jealousy. Guess what? When I showed up to your show, I didn't show up alone. I brought my girl with me. I brought a homie with me. I brought a homie with somebody with me. So it wasn't like I was just there, you know, by my by myself, which is another form of support. When you're supporting somebody, you bring a crowd. That's how these people have become where they become because they brought a crowd with them. So I'm going to say why I think the issue is and what I think the issue is with the black Americans in the Middle East. Number one, you, you're, you're worried about the wrong things. Instead of supporting, in, instead of supporting the person that, instead of, instead of looking at it, the big picture, I don't have to be a follower. I don't have to go to Kyra to get girls all the time. I can go to Kyra Get the girls that I want to talk to or get whatever girl that I am talking to and I can influence that girl to, okay, this weekend, let's go pregame over here. Let's go check this spot out. But what happens is they're so focused on just going for the women that they forget that, hey, look, you could create a dynasty and have both. You could still do Kyra. We're not taking away. Listen, we're not taking away from Kyra. You can continue going. We want you to go because. Because honestly, I don't want a crowd that goes that, that is content with that. I like a crowd that want to hear different shit. So my crowd of people is different than the crowd that's always going to Kyra, always going to Cavalli. That's not my crowd. My crowd is the crowd that want to hear other shit, up to date shit, new shit that's popping. They're not just stuck on, you know, uh, just the same shit over and over again. And that's OK. If you are, that's fine. But my crowd is not like that. So. As a black American and other black Americans, I feel like the reason why is not even just DJing. In general, there's a jealousy on who's going to be the main person. And what happens is, like you mentioned, the accolades. When you're the main person, when you walk into a club, what happened? Everybody is dapping you up. Everybody spotlights on you. Now, say me. I'm a jealous nigga. I got my girl with me. We sitting here in the bar. We sitting up chilling. And some nigga comes in, black American like myself, but he comes in and he's got the whole room shaking his hand. He's got the whole room, men and women, giving him credit. How does that make that man feel with his girl? Now, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm playing devil's, devil's advocate. Because for me, a nigga like me, I'm never jealous of my own people. I'm never just no man. But definitely not my own people. The way I'm, I'm looking at my man, oh shit, let me go shake this nigga hand. What's up, brother? Who the fuck is you? <laughs> what you got going over here? Let's get this shit popping. Because that's how I am. I, I I don't see other black American men or black American women, but we're dealing with men because I'm a man. I don't see them as a threat. So I feel like, yeah, yeah, I feel like they see, I see, I feel like we see each other as a threat. I feel like, because think about it. 
black black Americans here as contractors, they'll go support anybody else. Anybody else. It could be an Arabic man, it could be a Filipino man, it could be an African man, it could be whatever. It could be a fucking man from Mars. And they will go support that man. I promise you they will. And they will bring their whole entourage. But when it's a black American, is there a, like, is there? Yes, I, I agree. But let me ask you, what do you think as far as a woman aspect? Do you feel as though you see like some type of um, a ego thing? Is it a, what, what do you think? How do you view the black American men? Let me ask you that. How do you view the black American men in uh, the Middle East? First off, and as far as how they view each other. So, and I'm glad you're saying black American men, because to be honest, it's a very small percentage of black American women out here. It's very mm. like it's smaller than the percentage itself of black American people out here. We have mm -hmm. our one little percentage of black American women are just American women in general that's coming overseas, leaving their home country, mainly the USA, you know, to come overseas. Mm -hmm. So me personally, I just see more hatred going on between black men. It's like, for one, look at all the shit you have to go through in the States. Mm. You go through so much shit getting arrested because you're black getting mm -hmm. stopped because you're black, going to the store, getting shot because you're black, all kind mm -hmm. of stuff. You know, you go, black men go through a lot of stuff. And then mm -hmm. here it is, we have this small percentage of black American people. Mm. And then the percentage of the black American men, you guys can't even stick together. And it's so sad and it's, it's, it's disgusting to me. You know, like I, I've been seeing it since I've been overseas, you know, rather, mm -hmm. you know, my experience, I've noticed it the first time, my first my first year overseas when I was dating a guy, mm -hmm. um, a lot of guys was mad because I was dating that person because they wanted to date me. And of course, it was black American men. Mm -hmm. And they were doing any and everything to fuck that up. And one guy actually succeeded to do that. You know, and I'm just like, you're that mm. mad and you hate this man so bad because he's with me, another black American man. Like, why are you hating? Like, for what? There's so many other mm. women out there, but yet you choose to fuck up another black American man's situation mm -hmm. what he has going on what we have going on just because your personal issue or your personal hatred towards this person and it's like mm -hmm. let's be real we're all black American people trying to make ends meet and just mm -hmm. live a type of life out here in another country and here it is you're hating on the next person that's coming from the same background same mm -hmm. place as you and it's so sad like you know as far as being a black American woman I feel like the competition will be and I'm not in competition with no one, you know, I'm my own competition, mm -hmm. you know, but I feel like amongst me and maybe other black American women that are out here, there's competition amongst other nationalities, other nationalities for us. Mm -hmm. But as far as amongst in the same nationality, I rarely see it going against a black woman hating on another black woman down here, you know. Mm -hmm. But as far as the black American man is constant, like I constantly see it and it's so sad because it's like. It's such a small percentage of us. Now, when you say you see them hating, what do you see them hating on? Hating like, as far how, as like, What's an example of how they show that they're hating? Of course, I'm going to use your example. Mm -hmm. um, like when me and my twin hang out, you know, people are mad because I'm going to support him. And I have other black American friends out here. I support them. I support them as well, just as much as I support them. Mm -hmm. But me personally, I cut the support off if I feel like it's not reciprocated. Mm -hmm. That's how I cut off my support. Not because, oh, I'm hating because this person is doing better on social media or doing better mm -hmm. in this job or whatever the case may be mm -hmm. but i see it a lot whether it's with the swag 
this person more swaggier than that person. This person got more money than like it's a mm. lot of that going on, especially with contractors. And it's so sad because it's like we are all coming from the United States mm-hmm. over here. We're foreigners out here. Mm-hmm. We're the minority. Are, we're the minority. Yes, yeah, like. And you guys come out here and hate on somebody else that's doing their own individual thing. Mm-hmm. Instead of you hating, why not try to congratulate? Why not try to get some jewels from them? Why not try to learn something from there to where from them to where you can help better yourself? You know, mm-hmm. you just never know. You just never know about a person until you actually sit down and have a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. You know, but mm-hmm. I just feel like that's beneath people having conversations to get to know people where they come from. You never, like, you really never know. Y'all may be from the same block, same, yeah. And you over here hating on them because they're in a higher position than you. They're making more money than you. They're living in a better apartment than you. Whatever the case may be, their girl mm-hmm. may, may be better, may look better than your girl. Whatever the case mm-hmm. may be, y'all are constantly finding something to have an issue. Something to have an issue with them, and it's like. It's fifteen of us versus a million other national a million other nationalities out here and y'all rather hate instead of just come together. And that's why you see it's we're divided down here. Like you have a click right here, a click mm-hmm. right there. Of course we already know in the States everybody have their own stuff. But we're here in a country where we're not from we're, we're, for, not we're from foreigners. Here. We're foreigners. Yes. So, so we should be together. Let me ask you this though. Do you see them having do you see the same energy towards other nationality men? No. Do you see these brothers out here showing that same lack of support or that same uh, uh, hate in their hearts towards other nationality men? No. And, Hell and, no. And, and I agree. I mean, I've seen guys. I've seen. Okay. I have a couple guys that I know, right? And I'll take it back to to the DJing thing again, just because, like I said, that's the thing I'm pushing. We're not even gonna get into my my clothing brand. Castachio, I plug that in. Castachio brand. Go ahead on IG. You know, I'm gonna push. I'm gonna start pushing that heavier next year. That's my goal for next year because just because I've got so many other things I'm doing now. But I've only been at this point pushing the DJ thing. So I'm gonna just keep referring back to that, guys. Bear with me. I'm gonna keep referring back to that because that is what I'm doing right now. Um, I've seen uh, brothers sit up. Uh, okay, I'll give an example of. There are great, and let me say this, Well, it's not all, well, because there are some great black Americans. Well, before you give your example, I have one more example. Yeah, sure, sure. So, I remember, and it's not even one time, it's happened multiple times. Mm-hmm. People, other black American men have, when I've posted my twins DJing flyer, you know, hip hop, R&B on the flyer, mm-hmm. and they say, oh, is it going to be lit or whatever, I'm like... It's going to be playing mm. hip-hop and R&B music. You know, mm-hmm. me personally, I'm going there to hear hear that music. Of course, he's going to mix in some other stuff, but it's mainly catering to that genre, <coughs> excuse me, that genre of music. Yeah. And the next question they ask, is there going to be girls there? <laughs> My thing is, if you was back in the States, is you going to ask, is there going to be girls there? No, you're going to go regardless because mm. you're getting the best of so both good point. You're getting the best of both worlds. You're not going, point. yes, you're not going there to dick ride on a DJ. We know that, of course. I'm not expecting for you to do that. Mm-hmm. But you're going there to hear a taste of home. Yeah. Like, when I go to these sets or these places and it remind, it basically reminds me of home. We're far away. Like, we're nine hours, seven to nine hours ahead in from over here, from mm-hmm. the States. 
And when I go to these places that remind me of home, I enjoy it. Like, I take it all in. I don't care if it's one person there, five people there. I'm going there because I'm getting a taste of home. And it's just like, these people come overseas, black American men, they mm. come overseas and they just forget all that shit and it's chasing women. Like, is there going to be women there? Like, sir, chill out. If you that nigga, you ain't got to worry about if it's going to be women there. And you, you could, <laughs> and you could bring the girls that you have exactly. to that place. Or just pregame there. Or show support. Like, even if you're not physically going to a place where there's a black American person there, mm -hmm. even if it's a regular event, a sip and paint, or whatever the case may be. And you know what's so funny? Speaking of that, Kuwait has more black American support there with mm -hmm. their people than yes, here. Yes, yes. It's heavy. That's, like, what, that's heavy. what I was going to allude to, that <laughs> I don't think it's a Middle East thing. I think it's a Doha Qatar thing. <clears throat> I think the black Americans here in Doha Qatar, they're brainwashed. They are just, <laughs> no, not even Something. that. It's, it's, I just think that the, the, the black Americans here in Doha Qatar, due to it not being a, a big fluctuation of tourism, where they feel as though they can win anywhere. I think here they got this mindset that like, I can only win in this certain, uh, this certain pot here and that everybody's an enemy. Like, it's like, especially if they're black, because you gotta think about it like this. Let's play devil's advocate, right? So with every other nationality, there's tons of men there. Of that, of that national, there's tons of African men here. So any woman here in Doha, Qatar can choose any African that she wants, right? But there is a selective few of black American men that they can choose because, hello, that's why there's so many women doing the same guy around here because they got, there's not that many options for them to choose. You know what I mean? There's not that many of them coming out that's actually out. I, I've been DJing for two years straight now. Okay, two years straight. And one thing I've noticed is every time I'm in a spot, it don't matter where I'm DJing at, the American black man is the least um, number in the damn spot. And like you said, we're not even gonna talk about black women. There's barely any black women here. But you know what? I begged, I have to take that back. They are out here and there's a big click. They're having private parties. They're having yacht parties, boat parties. But yet, why is there not that no black American, why is there, why is it that you select uh, just who you want and not every, listen, if you're the minority in a place, how the hell do you not want to have all the black American together in one setting? How does that happen? And again, it goes back to, it's a Doha Qatar thing. They feel as though they want to be the one. So if I get invited to this party or if I orchestrate a party, I'm a handpick who I want. And guess who I'm going to leave out? Potential threats. Because if I invite this guy, he going to steal that spotlight from me. So now I'm not the man no more. Even though I orchestrated the party, even though I orchestrated everything, that's going, even birthday parties. These guys are so petty. Forget about it. Even birthday parties. You would think that you want to have more to merrier to support whoever's birthday is. They're so jelly of the next man, black American men, that they feel as though they can't even invite him to the birthday party. Because if he show up to the birthday party, it's a potential threat. It's a Doha Qatar thing. So on that title, I, I recant my I recant what I said as far as I recant my answer. Yes, there is competition in the Middle East. Now, 
I would say it's 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 in the Middle East because they compete too in Dubai and Bahrain over you know who's who's going to be the who's the man. But there's so many opportunities for everybody to be the man. So it's like okay, I got this club, but guess what? This other club, that Black American. Let's take Bahrain. You got Wrangler. Shout out to my boy DJ Farrell. Shout out to him. Um, but also at at the one. (laughs) But shout out to my boys. Also, I got some guys I know that's in a Wrangler. So you got two spots. You got two people beefing, but they're not beefing, beefing. They're just trying to be a man. They're trying to take to the top. In this game, let's be honest. The game is to be at the top, as far as the DJ world, entertainment world. But these niggas is taking it to their head in regular, normal life. They walking around. I gotta be the man, Bruh, You at work. We all got a job. We all hired. You can be the man all you want, but guess what? It doesn't take anything away from me. doesn't take anything away from you to show support. Because guess what? You're still going to be the man doing whatever you do. But they take it as a personal thing here in Doha. Whereas in these other parts of the Middle East, they support. Because guess what? They want to get there. They they look at it like how I look at it and how you look at it. If he's on, we're all on. Because now he has broken down the doors. That's why I refer to y'all. I am the first black American DJ that is even on fucking flyers for these clubs. Go do your homework. Go on IG and look at all these clubs and see how many black Americans is on the flyer on the club's page. It is I, my friend. It is I. I have not seen no other DJ out here on a, on a fucking page consistent. Now let's take it even up a notch. Let's say I missed one of them. One or two of them maybe had somebody on there. Consistently week after week. So why wouldn't you support that? Why wouldn't you support that? That's the hate. It's whatever jealousy, whatever. And it's whatever personal issue. And you can say up and down, you don't have no personal issue. But it's like, well, why are Mm -hmm. you not supporting? You don't Mm -hmm. even have to physically be there. Like, I have people in Kuwait. I have people in the U.S. supporting this podcast right now. Yes. Right now. In other countries, and they're not physically here, but yet they are supporting because they fuck with me. Yes. If you really fuck with someone, you're gonna support them regardless. You don't yes. even have to physically be there. Like you're gonna support them in any way, shape, form, fashion, mm-hmm. whatever you're, however you're able to do it, you're gonna support them. But then it turns into people talking all this. Oh yeah, I support them. Blah blah. Don't show no actions. But then when you see them, you dapping them up and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, you dapping dapping me up like you know me. But then when I post some shit mm-hmm. um, to buy something mm-hmm. or to come out and whatever, you're not there. Yeah, you're not sharing. You're not liking. You're not commenting. Whatever. Like even this podcast, I have. I have a few associates and friends that I know that are tuning into the podcast. Yeah. And it's like, well, what happened to all these other people that saying they my friends and they fuck with me and shit like that? Nowhere in sight. Mm-hmm. You know, no, nowhere in sight. But it's like, mm-hmm. why, what's the reason for you not to be supporting? Is it you're jealous? Hey, and you know, me personally, I don't ever... I'm never friends with someone mm-hmm. and thinking, oh, they hate on me, they jealous of me or anything like that because I'm my own person. They're their own person. Yep. Like, I have friends right now, I look up to them because of, say, degrees or how their businesses or how they are running themselves as a person. Not because I hate. I'm looking at it as like, damn, I want to be like that one day or I want to take, I, I'm looking to see what I can take yeah. to help better myself. I'm never looking at it as, damn, why them? 
And it's like a lot of people get shit fucked up. Yeah. And they're looking at it as why them instead of what can I learn from this person and yeah. help better myself? And it's so sad because it goes very deep within this black American community, especially in the Middle East, when mm. it just been a small percentage of us. I'll tell you another thing. Let's take it even to the job section. <laughs> I mean, you got people who let's take it into like and when I'm saying job, I mean, like in general, in, like in general, getting hired, getting I remember for the longest and it took me to getting into contracting to figure this out. When I was contracting, or when I wanted to become a contractor, I was asking people over and over again, guys that I knew, black Americans, as I'm not going to any, listen, let's, let me let me, let me let y'all know something about me. A lot of people talk pro-black, militant, all that shit. You're looking, at, you're looking at a guy who really is like that though, as far as this goes. I'm not going overboard it. I'm not with all that, you know, oh, you know, uh, you can't talk to no other different women. Uh, <laughs> hello. You know, like, I'm not with all that dumb shit, but I'm with the real shit. Support, support, support. Each one, teach one. That's a Black Panther line for y'all, for y'all that don't know. What happens in the community is for the community to grow, you have to be willing to have the rest of the community grow. The problem is... Y'all don't want to see nobody outgrow you. Or and get it's a like, better position. Or get a better position. So, like, when I was getting into the contracting game, I was asking contractors, like, yo, I want to get in the game. What do I need to do? Give me the rundown. And people was telling me things like, okay, go to this website. And I'm getting, like, a website. I'm like, okay, on the website, anybody can apply on a website, and you're not going to get hired. The chances of you getting hired from a damn website is chances of slim to none. You might just get blessed and just out of the luck of the draw, nobody wants the job. And that's why you get picked because probably the place you're going to go is probably fucked up. Everybody already knows that the place is trash and that's why you're going to get hired. But normally, you're not going to get picked in a good company off of the damn website. We all know that. But these contractors did not want to see another black American better himself and get in the game. So they wouldn't give me a recruiter. It took me to becoming a contractor to realize when you really want to put somebody on or really want to help them, you got to give them the recruiter so that they can actually start the process. That skips. It's like, think of it like it's a line. That's the skip the line VIP pass. Like, you're in line when you're waiting on a website. You're in line. But when you actually get the recruiter's info, you just skip the line, and you're at the recruiter already trying to get a job. You know what I'm saying? Oh, um, that's, that's a little loud. <laughs> it's like all up in my ear. Oh. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, the that's, that's the thing with it. You know, um, so it's like... You, I figured out, I found out that, okay, that's another form of support. Instead of trying, or, okay, I'm sorry, let's take that back. That's another form of competition. You know what we said in this, in this thing? Is there a competition in the Middle East? Fuck yeah, it is. Because I was trying to get to Abu Dhabi at one point. I wanted to get to Abu Dhabi to work over there in a job that was in Abu Dhabi. I was reaching out to brothers, to black Americans already hired. And was telling them, hey, look, I want to change my scenery. I want to go get over there because I feel like I need a fresh breath of air, blah, blah, blah. Keep in mind, these guys are already hired. Instead of them saying, hey, okay, boom, yes. Oh, wait, we always don't have recruiter's info. Yeah, yeah, Kool-Aid, we know that. But you still got to give up the recruiter because if you give up the recruiter, 
See, this is the thing that we do. It's another thing that we do as a people. We try to make these excuses for each other. No, hold accountability. You have to take accountability. They're not going to take your job. They're not going to take a job. job. And, and no, he's saying I get the point, but we always don't have recruiters info for particular positions. That's that's, cool. that's understandable. But you have the recruiter. And they can let the recruiter. Yeah, let the recruiter deal with that. Not you. You're an employee. You just give me the recruiter. I'm gonna handle the rest. But you've done your job as helping out the brother by or the brother or the sister by saying, "Hey, yo, boom, here's the recruiter. Now you guys work it out from there." You know what I'm saying? But I've done my part and gave you the direct VIP access to help you get on. Opposed to telling you, go get on the website and go try to find a damn job. Hello? I'm going to be waiting in line forever. And, and meanwhile, you already know, people that's there, it's, a, it's all about who you know. So the people that's already there, they're going to get the job. <laughs> Period. But these are the things that we're talking about. Competition. Like, instead of us competing with each other, it should be like everybody else. Now, I'll tell you a, a nationality that was working out. The white people was killing it with in Afghanistan with that um, with that armed guard stuff. Oh, yeah. The security guard job. Triple now, I'm a, so I'm going to give you all examples now because I, I beat us up. But at the same time, I'm going to show you why I'm beating us up. I beat us up because we have to match everybody's account. We have to match everybody around us energy. And the reason being, that's why you get a lot of black people that sometimes most of the time, don't take accountability and blame another nationality. Oh, he's keeping me from that. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. We ain't back in the 60s and 50s and shit where they had that shit on lock. And even then, brothers was doing their damn thing. You had Black Wall Street going on where they had the fucking government had to come in and blow that shit up because it was doing so well. You know what I'm saying? So brothers is always going to find a way to make shit happen. But the problem is these days... They, they want to rely on somebody else to sugarcoat the fact that you are not doing your job as a black American man. As a black American man, you must support your brother. You must. It's not an and, if, or but about it. You got to do it. Because why else aren't you doing it? That's the same shit that enemies do to us. Issue. Then you're an enemy. And we're only talking about the small percentage of us. We're not talking about, you know, where there's a bunch of us. We're talking about a small percentage because we know everybody's not going to support everybody. But this 10% of us and, over here. But you should. Everybody should yeah, support each other. But, you know, it no matter it's what. not like that. It's, unfortunately, it's not like that. But That's if it's that. a small percentage of us in a certain area, why not support them? If yeah. you have a personal issue and it goes really deep, okay, I can understand. But if it's just because, oh, this person's going to move, potentially move ahead of you, yeah. so what? Yeah. Like, you guys are on your own path. You're on your own like, path. Because guess what? If he don't get in, another nationality might get in, and they ask Mike surpass you. Now you're still getting surpassed. So it's like, <laughs> you know, the, the, ter- the ideology of how we think as a people has to change. Because of the fact that we're jealous of another person outshining us because we want to be the token black dude that's on top. Again, I have to keep referring back to why I think personally there is competition and why there is uh, no support. When you support another person, you are potentially helping to boost them. Let's break this shit down all the way down. Lame let's, let's not forget, even if, say you're religious. Say you're religious. Come on now. You're, 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 you're stopping somebody's blessings. Stop. You're, you're blocking their blessings by not giving them that recruiter information mm-hmm. or something that can potentially skyrocket their career. Like you're blocking their blessing and potentially going to turn around and block your blessings. I'm big on 
put it in the, put it whatever I put in the universe, I'm gonna get back. So if I'm giving somebody a blessing, I know eventually that is gonna come back to me. I'm, somebody's gonna give me a blessing. And I had that plenty of times happen. Absolutely. And again, let's go back to is there a competition in the Middle East? Yes. And here's the competition. I feel as though it is it's a competition due to the fact that black American men here want to be the man in whatever the thing is. If it's DJing, if it's entertainment, if it's um, because think about think about this. Think about this. Let me say this. If every black DJ out here supported every black DJ we and brought the little crowd that they have, because we all have little crowds. Let's be honest. We all ain't none of us out here with no big stack because we are the minority. Now, if we were in Kuwait, if we were in Dubai, oh, if we were in Bahrain, everybody we, we would America. have this place going bananas because we would have the support. But we are the minority here in Doha, Qatar, so we do not have the manpower but the little power that we do have if each black dj took their own people and said hey boom he's he's rocking tonight come on y'all let's go there we all huddling over there and supported that dj we could make moves amongst each other but this is what i'm talking about the competition for me nobody's competing on my level and i'm not talking on no arrogant shit i'm talking numbers men lie women lie numbers don't lie I'm not competing with anybody because I am the standard right now. Let's be honest. Let's keep it a buck. I am the standard for Doha for a black American DJ. And if I'm wrong, somebody please come on here and show me or give me some facts of somebody else that's been doing it, that is consistently doing it, and that I am not supporting or not being there with. I know there are DJs out here doing their thing. And they have, they're in their own lane. Everybody's in their own lane. Everybody's in their own lane. But I'm saying commercial. I'm saying entertainment now. I'm talking about flyers after flyer. I'm talking about actual venues. Not a house. Not a fucking yacht. I'm talking about an established business. Don't matter if it's a, a hole in the wall or not. It's still an established business. It's still an established business. So I feel like we just not, you know, we... we and then now let's go on to the other part. Like I said, the jobs, all of this. It's countless well, of people. Well, I, I also want to speak on one more thing. Um, not to toot my my twins' horn, toot toot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I just want to bring up an incident that happened last year. Actually, um, I don't want to get too personal, but I am. Uh, we were coming together, a group of us minority. Um, mm. We were coming together to throw a Halloween party mm-hmm. down here, and it was going to be. Of course, catering to American people, mainly, of course, black American people, but American people. We were going to come together, get a DJ, which was going to be my twin. He was on a flyer and everything. As soon as we pushed the flyer out, people were like, oh, we're not coming um, because we don't like him. Or if he's going to be there, then we're not going to be there. I'm like, wait a minute. What? So you have a you're letting a personal issue stop you from coming to a party where a guy is working. He's in work mode. He's not doing this shit for fun. I mean, of course it's fun when you DJ or whatever, but he's coming because he's getting paid to DJ, do his job, and you don't want to come to listen to the genre of music you want because you have a personal beef with yourself, probably a one-sided beef towards this person just because, like, for what? 
So you're stopping your fun because somebody's on a flyer. Mm. To me, I just felt like now let's but let's 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 bring it out. Who was it? Is it uh, not not it, names? Oh, it was a black Guys, American contractor. It, it was male, a black American contractor. A black American male. Black. Contractor. So 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 let's so y'all hear this. Black American male contractor pissed off that another black male is coming to DJ at an event. Now keep in mind, we're not even gonna go into the caliber of. Hello, the guy's getting booked all the time. So this is not like a rookie. This is not some motherfucker that just yeah, woke yeah. up out the bed and was like, hey, I'm going to start DJing. This is a guy who's booked. And who knows how to DJ. It had nothing to do with, I can see if you don't want to come because, oh, he can't DJ. You don't want to come because of your personal issues. Mm. Okay, well, sit your ass at home. But don't be and, on some spreading the word, oh, Ghost is going to be there. Let's not. He's He's booked. He's, he's there to work. He's not there to sh- socialize, become best buddies or anything. Mm-hmm. He's there to work. That's just like if you're back in your home country, you're going there because nine times out of ten, y'all niggas don't even know the DJ. Right. Like, let's be real. Exactly. Y'all niggas don't even know the DJ. Don't y'all don't know give a fuck who's DJing. All you know is it's this hot club mm-hmm. or it's a place that's playing your genre of music. You're not giving a fuck about the DJ. So here it is. We come over here. Where Got there's, rules, uh, standards, <laughs> books, 30 <laughs> chapters, 30 lines. Hey, we, cut the song off. You got to do this. It got to be 0.45 seconds. Yeah, we, we come <laughs> over here. Got to be 40 here. women in there sitting available. She should got to be prepared and ready. They got all the excuses yeah, in the world like we come to over not here. support. Exactly. We come over here and there is a small percentage of us. And because you have whatever personal issue that he may not even know you have a personal issue with him with. And you choose not to come to Clearly, listen and get a taste of Because I ain't beefing with like, no nigga in the house. <laughs> I ain't beefing with no nigga in any fucking way. But I'm definitely not beefing with nobody that I know. If, 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 if I don't have, listen, I don't even hang out with guys here in fucking the Middle East, let alone <laughs> it be like some type of problem. Listen, like you said, it's, 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 we're even on that. People just change. It's, they, they live double lives. They be in the States one way. Like, let's not forget where you are potentially going to be going back to. You live one way in the States and then come over here and just act brand spanking new, nose yeah. tooted up. Like, oh, I can't fuck with this. But if, I bet you if my man's was DJing one of the hottest club in your state, your ass would be right we'll be there because you wouldn't give a fuck about who's DJing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what my, my whole thing is. Why do you care about who is DJing? If they're playing music that you enjoy mm-hmm. to, you enjoy listening to, why not come support? So, you mm-hmm. know, I had a I had a big issue with that. You know, I still stuck around and supported because it was black a black American function. I still stuck I around. I pulled out, guys. <laughs> I pulled out. I said, fuck you niggas. I'm out of here. Go to Bahrain. Yep. You pulled out only because the support. It was half support. You know, some people yeah. that were throwing it, we were still yeah. supporting him. And then you yeah. had the, whoever, the sideline people who had personal issues. Yeah. But I still stuck around and supported because it was a black American function. But dig this. But dig this. And here's where we even go with black Americans, guys. Listen, we're not even just going to make it about me because, okay, get your favorite DJ that you like. Your favorite black American DJ that you like. How many times have you supported him? Let's let's be honest. I've the guys that did take over and do that party that that my twin is is mentioning about. The guys that took over, I've been to their things, to all of their events. I have personally supported, supported. We every single black American DJ in Doha. I have was I have, um, listen. I'm gonna repeat again. Because people say, hey, well, what about him? Has he done? Yes. 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 
I've been front row for every single event. I've went to both parties. I've went to, uh, I did the both parties. First fucking time I first, I just had got the door. Hello, I wasn't even all the way settled in. Oh, the Island Party. Yes, Island Party. And I heard, I heard black, all I heard was black people are doing an Island Party. Guess where my dog ass was at? I was there. At the Island Party. Tooted up. And guess what? They tried to put me on blast, talked about my mustache and shit, tried to, tried to make a mockery of me, but I was still there. I, I came and supported. Okay, but then after that, um, I supported. There was then when I started actually even DJing, I started supporting all of these guys' shit that they had going on. I was there, I was there supporting it. Did I go repeatedly? No, because hello, I have I DJ too, so I couldn't be at every no, single fucking traveling. time and do and we and we traveled most of the time. We're not in the fucking country, but if we're in the country, I was popping up. I was showing love. I was reposting. There's fucking proof of me reposting people's shit. But you know what I'm saying? That that's the difference when we're talking about support. And let's not get it twisted. It's not just a ghosting. Like I, we're talking about me because this is like specifically showing you how narrow-minded only Black American men would think some shit like that. And, and I think as far as just to touch back on the DJ and thing, just as a whole, if all of us black American people will support every black American. <laughs> Kool-Aid said the mustache caught him slipping. Yeah, Kool-Aid, I'm putting your ass on blast. I remember you brought that microphone talking about he got an exceptional mustache. I, I said, like, look at this nigga trying to put me by. I still, I ain't even, I, what I do? I ain't even take no insult to it. I still party, still turned up, still embraced it. But I know you was joking, bro. I know you was joking. I, I think as far as with the whole just us the main thing, one of the main things out here is, of course, the DJ thing. In order, I know people saying, oh, it's not crowded here and there. Well, all the black American DJs, I feel like in order for us to be, you know, have something stable like these other nationalities, we need to support nonstop. Of course, the first yes. night, if they have not, you know, packed out, it's not going to be packed out the first night. Keep going consistently so they can see, okay, well, this is where the spot is, and then the word, word of mouth is going to get around. Then eventually yes. it's going to be packed out to where we can have something permanent. But yes. until then, you're going to have this DJ, play, this DJ playing at this spot one weekend, then the next weekend somewhere else, and the next jumping around instead of us being consistent. And that's what all yep. black American DJs, Kool-Aid, Jared, yep. uh, you, everybody, like we all need to be consistent in these places. We understand that people have shit going on, of be course. Consistent. But if you want to, if I see your ass out at one of these other nationality places yeah. and one of your black American bros and shit is playing that night and you ain't went, what are we talking about? Like, what are we talking about? We already deal with enough shit back in the United States with how our race is looked at and how disrespected we are. So here it is. We're in a whole nother foreign country and it's the same shit now as amongst your own people. Ooh, that's heavy. That's a good ass analogy of it too. That's heavy. I mean, and, and like you said, that's how it feels. It kind of feels like, cause, 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 mind you, I'm sure a lot of all of us can relate in whatever business or whatever we're doing, whatever you're trying to do here in Doha. I know you have tried to push something, and you have saw that you had no support from your own. How the hell? Think about that. That's like being in a classroom, and there's 20 people in the class. Ten is Black American, and the other ten is other nationalities. Think about you go into doing something and the 10 people that's in the classroom never come that's black American to show up, don't support you, don't repost, don't like. But hell, five of the other 10 of the other nationalities, they come and support. How is that? How does that happen? That's it, 
How does that happen? That's like with my homegirl. I, I just met her um, not too long ago. And I met her, I'm like, damn, she pretty cool, you know? Mm. And instantly, when I seen she was cooking, shout out to my girl Erica, mm. I seen she be cooking, making plates and stuff like that. I, I didn't even know this girl a month, probably a couple of weeks, if that. I seen she was cooking, she had a business page follow. I seen mm -hmm. she posted something, reshare. Mm -hmm. Like, how hard is it to, to show support? Like, it's not support. hurting me. It's not taking away from anything. These people can see something other than me posting my ass on Instagram or, or me some traveling other celebrity, or something. Some yes, other celebrity that already made it. Somebody who has not made it and make it trying to skyrocket up. Like, how hard is it to support? Like, it's, it's like your local, like, small business. Like, how hard is it to support? And she's supporting me. She's reposted my stuff. Like, mm -hmm. it takes nothing but a couple of seconds to support whether you popping up, yes. resharing, speaking about it, word of mouth, whatever. Like, you know, I've had people hit me up. Hey, I heard about your podcast. Not even in the Middle East. <laughs> Not even in the Middle East. In mm -hmm. Germany. In Japan and other countries other than here, and they're tuning in. Like tuning it's in. not that hard, and it's other nationalities. That, you know, that's like, nuts. <laughs> that you know what? And listen, Chelsea, I gotta, I gotta touch on this real quick. I gotta touch on this because we got about maybe ten more minutes, and we'll wrap it up. But yo, how about this? Stop with the bullshit about do they got this? Do they got shisha? Do Just they got this or do they got that? You know why? You, no, no, no. But let me give you facts. Well, you know, you know you, yes, but but let me let me let me say this to you guys. I hear this shit all the time. Do they got shisha? Do they got blah blah blah? Do they got do they got when your ass go to Thailand? I went into several fucking bars in Thailand they and they didn't have no fucking shisha. They didn't have no fucking nothing besides no low class alcohol. And y'all dog asses was crowded in there. Oh, it was packed in there. You're crowded in there with no shisha. Y'all motherfuckers ain't even shisha smokers like that. Y'all come out here to the Middle East and you act like you fucking uh, just shisha fucking prone. No, you're not. And you're not vapors. Most of y'all don't even fucking smoke. Stop the excuses. Look, you just don't want to support me. Just say, hey, bro, I'm, I really I ain't fucking with you like that. Yeah. Just be honest. I'd rather that. Then, do they got shisha? Nigga, when you went to Thailand, did they have fucking shisha? No. And you still went in. When you went to these fucking other countries all around the fucking globe, the only place the shisha, this shisha shit really just started taking off anyway. Listen, you're talking to a rock star. Hello? Check the nails. Check the nails. Fake news, fake news, fake news. Look, I'm going to start saying that shit to y'all. When y'all say to me, do they got shisha, do they got this, do they got girls, do they got this, I'm going to say fake news, fake news, Y'all kill me when y'all be asking, do they got girls? Like, Ask me fucking girls. These like are not prostitute guards. Like, y'all are mad... Y'all are mad thirsty. Like y'all go, do y'all go to the coffee shop asking, do they got girls there? Come or on. Do they got coffee? Which you, hit one? It, you hit it on the nail. You <laughs> like, hit it on the nail on when you said in the states. You hit it on the nail when you said in the states. Do y'all motherfuckers ask all these questions? Who's in the states? DJing? No, do you don't. Ask who is DJing? You just go. There? No, when I've been, I just recently went to the states. What? In February, I didn't ask who was DJing. No. Nobody cares. I didn't ask who. I didn't even ask who was there. I went music one night and it was like 15 people. Still was in there turning up. Well, just me and my homegirl. Still in there lit. Went to the strip club. Didn't ask who DJ. Nope. Didn't ask who dancing or anything. Went in there turned the fuck up because I wanted to catch a good vibe. That's mm -hmm. the whole thing about going out. You're going for a vibe. I'm not mm -hmm. going there. If I catch something cool. If not, I'm going there originally for a vibe. Not yeah. to be looking for niggas. Not to be looking for whatever. God knows what. I'm there to catch a vibe whenever I go out. If I don't want to be out around people, then... 
I'm just gonna be in the house. <laughs> yeah, yo, you 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 know what? You you hit another point on the nail that just ran across my mind again. When you said y'all get over here and y'all get these southern these suddenly these high standards, you're not like that. Take you just go right to a bar, you go to a club, and you just get in where you get in. It's not no. I've never. I'm a. I party most in a lot of motherfuckers. I can say that for sure. I party most in a lot of human beings in general of all cultures and nationalities. And I'll tell you this. Never have I asked who is the DJ. What is? Do they got shisha? Do they got this? Do they got girls? Why the fuck would I ask that? You know what I ask? What type of music is being played? That's it. That's my only thing. I don't even ask who you playing. Old school, new school. I don't even ask that. Are you playing hip hop? Period. What you you got to drink? And drinks. (laughs) If it ain't no alcohol, I ain't coming. Okay? But what fucking bar and club ain't gonna have alcohol? So the obvious alcohol and if you playing hip hop or not. If you tell me you playing that, cool. I'm down with it. But if all these questions y'all ask is to just put a smoke screen up over the fact that you don't want to come, you don't want to support me, or you don't want to support other black American DJs. Because here's the thing, I'm going to keep saying this. <laughs> it ain't just me, because if niggas was popping like that, there would be some other body out here that you would be hearing of who is getting support. Somebody come on my line right now, please, and tell me, yo, ghost, you tripping, you bugging me. I'm getting motherfucking full house in this bitch. Please. Somebody tell because I'm looking around and I've been here three years and there ain't no spot that I can go to. that's a hip hop all night spot that has some black American DJ that is the headliner and who is doing his thing every fucking week. None. Come on, cut it out. And without getting interrupted saying, can you play this? Um, the owner wants you to. So even with that, talking about? even <laughs> with that, give me one of those. I haven't seen one of those. There's no club out here or bar out here that has a consistent black American DJ that I have seen who is DJing on a regular like myself and that I could say I have went there and they're doing a thing and they packing this motherfucker out. So it's not a ghost thing. So let's not even don't even get it in your head. Oh, it's just DJ Ghost. He's the one that it's they don't all, fuck it's with. It's all black American. It's DJs. all black. There's Americans. no support for none of our people down Zero here. Zero support. But yet you gonna go support uh, any other nationality that do any fucking thing anywhere. You're gonna have your ass in Thailand. You are gonna have your ass in Bali, Indonesia, wherever the hell you gonna go. You gonna go there Cape and, Town. and Jamaica. Cape Town, you don't go there, and guess what? You don't care who the DJ is. You don't care about if there's women there. You don't care if they got shisha there. You're going to be there. Because I'm watching y'all videos, and y'all niggas ain't smoking shisha. I don't see nobody even smoking shisha like that, except in the Middle East. And Dubai is really where I see shisha really popping at. Dubai, I don't even see it in Bahrain like that. Now, yeah, now, of course, hello, twin, she smokes shisha all the time. She's a dedicated shisha motherfucker. (laughs) Then guess what? We even on a show. I got a vape, and what she got? A shisha. And I started off smoking vape. How many of y'all motherfuckers sitting around your house right now even own a fucking uh, shisha thing? Because you can buy them. You I got them. I got two of them and a cabinet <laughs> dedicated to shisha. Oh, they said they got tacos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Burning it. Overall, you know, we're gonna come to an end with this segment. But overall, support your people. Pos- Exactly, like, how hard is it to support your people? Support your black American people, like, regardless. If we are the minority. 
There's only a little percentage of us. How this hard is reverse is racism. This is reverse racism. Right now, you guys are shutting out your own people on some racist ass shit. And we are basically, you're like, I'm going to fuck with everybody else but the niggas. That's what y'all doing. It's reverse racism. And, and then my thing is, <laughs> go back home. I don't catch your ass in no damn Arabic club, no African. None of these clubs that y'all be in over here, I don't but catch y'all But even if ass. you do, let them go there. No, I know, the but just, is, just be, just yes, support. Like, how yes. hard is this to support? We don't, don't care where you want to go and where you go on your free time. We don't care but about just, that. But just support. Like, don't just alienate us. We're your people. There you go. We are your people overall. We're not hating that you guys want to listen to new music. I'm like that, too. I went to Bollywood. I've been in the Bollywood nights. I've been in the Arabic nights. I've been in the Tunisian nights. I've been into a lot of realms. So I understand that you want to come out and sometimes you don't want to just hear hip hop all the time. You want to hear some new shit. But that's why we're saying you can still go there. We don't really, if you're not really, if your heart is not in it, we don't want you there anyway. But don't alienate us. Repost, share is a form of supporting. Saying, because guess what? You might not want to go but guess what? Your friends back there that don't know nothing about what's going on, new to Doha, they, they to might not know where to go. But because you won't even support your own kind and repost it, they have no idea where to go. So they just going to follow you or follow wherever the crowd is going because you decided not to support your own kind. We're not saying you have to show up. We're not saying you have to go. Support is free. And keep, in mind, and keep in mind, the clubs out here in Doha are fucking free. Except the society and I think events. society and maybe one other one, society and some other one. But those ones are and then not and then in. let's let's be realistic, okay? You never know. Tomorrow you can be in one of our shoes, asking, begging, whatever the case may be yes. for support. It could be you. You. May, you may you know start a business today and put it out there. Good nobody point. nobody Good is point. reposting or anything. But let's not forget, we posted stuff. Our other Black American people posted stuff, support and you didn't everything. support at all. So let's come on now. If you want support, you got to support other people. It's mm-hmm. it's a re- look. <laughs> it's going around in circle. Black Americans, we ask you in the Middle East, put the ego to the side. Put the jealousy to the side. Put all of the the negativity that you may have, even if you got personal beef with a person, even if there's something you don't like about a person. It's okay. You can still support it in another way. I, I'm like that. There's a lot of niggas I don't Word fuck with out here. There's a lot of you niggas I don't fuck with out there. <laughs> but yeah, I'm saying, hey, if but somebody say, what's what's a good place? I still support. Hey, this person. And and here's the thing. A repost, a share, a... a word that, of mouth. That, that goes a long way, and that's still a form of supporting, and you still don't got to fuck with that person. You still can say, I don't fuck with him personally. But guess what? Everybody don't need to know that, because that's another thing we do as a people. We express our beef to everybody. So instead everybody of instead know. of keeping it internal, instead of keeping it amongst each other, we make this shit like we got to expose it to everybody. You don't hear this type of shit going on with other nationalities. I don't know who's beefing out of the Arabic world over here. I don't know who's beefing out of the Filipino world. Well, them Filipinos be doing that shit. <laughs> they be announcing that shit, but they be announcing it on some dating type shit. Like if they get fucked over dating some with guy American. or something like that. That's when they get to repost it. But I'm talking about personal issues amongst business. Like, you have a problem with a person. This is business, man. This is this man's money. Separated. Business and personal. It shouldn't be always together. It needs to be separated. If this person, you know this person on their shit, and you don't fuck with them, and somebody needs their services, how hard is it to just, hey, I know this person is 
doing this. I know this person is creating resumes. I know this person is a recruiter. I know this person, whatever the case may be, if they're good at it, how hard is it to just recommend them? That's all you're doing. That's it. All right, guys. So as we wrap this up, we just want to say, Black Americans, let's come together, man. We, we're, we're, we're doing these topics to bring awareness to something that's going on and to something that should be going on amongst the communities. Um, and it shouldn't be it, going it, on at it, all. Yeah, this is something that's a no-brainer. When you know somebody of your nationality, and I'm not saying that you cannot support others. We're not saying that you cannot, that you got to show up every single time sit there and listen to the shit no you don't you can you can support your fellow brother or sister by just reposting sharing we have a lot of pull that you're not using exactly that's the problem about you have a lot of pull we have pull here we are the minority but we are the majority every place i dj every place i encounter they want to know from me hey where's all americans at because they know american presence is strong Number one, you got the money. You're going to be in there bottle popping. Number two, they know you're going to be in there getting food. You go, and that's not to say that the other nationalities are not doing that or can't do that. But come on, hello, we know, just know. Americans, is this is the lifestyle for them. They are rock stars. They're going to go in there and turn the fuck up. So every establishment is, is wanting your business. But you're over here shitting on, on your, your own people. You're shitting on your own people because you're trying to you know, impress or you're trying to chase, you're trying to get, you got your ego up, you got your jealousy up. We're not in competition, guys. We all made it. We're here. We all made it. We all made it. So we ask you, think about this, take this topic seriously. Sit back and think. Don't try to use the excuses. Don't try to just take accountability. Ask, ask yourself this question. How I'm gonna tell you like what uh what they did, and I'm gonna close mine out, and you close whatever you want to say, Chelsea, out on yours. I'm gonna say this for my closing statement, and I want us to start doing that at the end of these things. Closing statements. My closing statement is this: I watched a very powerful movie a long time ago, and that shit was called Boys in the Hood. <laughs> wait, wait, no, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Boys in the Hood was fire though. I got the post up. Um, Tales from the Hood. There's a last episode with a guy named Crazy K. Okay. He was a gang member who had murdered a bunch of brothers in his lifetime as being a gang member. In his rehabilitation, he was trying to fuck with his mind and let him see that he was doing the same shit to black American men that the KKK was doing, the skinheads was doing, the Nazis was doing. He was doing the same form of racism against his own people. And a white guy in his cell, he, went to, he was locked up in a cell and a white guy had sold him. He told him, he said, man, we are together. We're teammates. He said, the guy said, I ain't your fucking teammate. The black dude, he said, I ain't your fucking teammate. What the fuck are you talking about? He said, yeah. He said, those men you killed, how many of them was white? Let that shit sink in you. That's a scene that a lot of people, went over a lot of people's head. If you, when you're here in this Middle East, ask yourself, when's the last time you supported a black American that was here amongst you, that was doing something, that was trying to be productive, that was trying to better themselves, When's the last time you supported them? Ask yourself that. And if your answer is that you have not, change it. Make a change. If you have, kudos. Because I'm not saying all. All black Americans out here ain't rolling like that. There is a few of us that are supporting, that are, you're looking at two right now who do. And there's a few on my timeline to have as well. 
Um, if you if the answer is yes, continue and do it more. If the answer is no, make a change. Make a change. That's my last statement. What you got, Chelsea? Damn, I'm about to vote for you. My thing is, well, first off, every time we do these podcasts and we get off of air, I always sit back and reflect everything we spoke about because there's some things that I feel like, damn, was I doing that? Or, you know, like I take things from these podcasts that we do. So I feel like this is very informative for me because, you know, I ain't gonna lie. I may have dropped the ball a few times in support and, I, and I'm not going to lie. You know, some people, they're afraid to admit that like, oh no, you know, but mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I have dropped the ball a few times, but in general, I try and I do support my people, you know, because I, I look at it as I want the same in return. That's just like helping anybody. You know, I've been down before, like been down bad and I feel like I didn't have no support and I had this one person who didn't even know me, you know, mm -hmm. I got in contact with and put me on contracting that's how i got here mm -hmm. somebody that i didn't even know put me on and that's why i'm here six years later mm -hmm. and i never regret that like i and i'll never forget that you know i'm still in contact with that person mm -hmm. but overall i just feel like we just need to support more you know mm -hmm. take out all the negativity about oh this person is doing better than me this person has a spotlight on them so what how about you just try to look at how can I better myself? What can I take from this person? What can I learn from them? Or maybe I should sit down and actually have a real conversation with them and really see, get their point of view about things, you know, really get to know this person. Ain't nobody saying you got to be the best buds, you know, mm -hmm. but you can have a simple conversation with someone and learn a million and one things that you never knew that can help you. And Absolutely. this is somebody that's probably five steps ahead of you. You know, mm -hmm. you're on your own path. Remember that we are all on our own path. So it does not hurt to support the next person that's either behind you or in front of you. It, it does not matter because one day you're going to be in one of their shoes mm -hmm. and you're going to look back and say, damn, you know, I wouldn't be here without the support from this person or I would be here with the support from this person. Mm -hmm. So my thing is just support your people support. That's all we're asking for. It takes zero, zero to support. We ain't talking about no paid advertisement or anything. Mm -hmm. It takes zero to support zero. So that's all I have to say for the segment. I love it. 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 Well, I love it. <laughs> Until the next episode on Hookah and Vape Talks with the Twins, we out. Peace we out. FM. Powered by Riverside FM.